in a world. Four friends, one mission. Mikey, what are you doing? I'm doing the thing for the podcast. It's not that hard, bud. Dude, just say the name. Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. And that's how we became friends. <laughs> but that's how we were kicked out of a state. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's a shitty state. Hey, <laughs> who likes Utah anyway? <laughs> yeah, that's Utah's a very interesting state to say the least. Um, there's there's like a bunch of, of tax benefits for living there, though, isn't there? Yeah, except the state runs all the liquor stores. Yeah, but that's a bunch of states. And but yeah. in all fairness, then every state with state-run liquor stores almost all suck. But your tax benefits you make up for in when you buy booze. Like they fair. They make oh, up yeah, for it. Tracks. <laughs> uh I guess I'll do it. Do okay. it. Okay. Do it. This is the Freedom Friends Podcast brought to you by Warfighter Tobacco. If you go over to warfightertobacco.com. See, I got the brand name yeah. right this time. It's because I wasn't drinking before the show. <laughs> uh, if you go over to warfightertobacco.com and use the code FTFO, you get 15% off your order over there. Uh, if you go to our very good friends over at awellness.us and use the code FreedomFriends25, you get a quarter off your order. Ice tech coolers for those who get it. You can get yourself a box that uh, we confirmed holds two and a half dead hookers. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't ask about the confirmation. Um, and you use the code FreedomFriends10 over there. You get 10% off your order. And uh, our boy Murph over at Grill Your Ass Off Seasonings for uh, the best way to rub your meat. You can go over there. There's a link somewhere or you can type out this really long address, which I don't feel like saying. Uh, and you can go get 15% off and we get a piece of it or something like that. Yeah. I know you get 15% off. So yeah. Yeah, at a thing. minimum, you get a discount and Murph will rub your meat. Every uh, now and then he'll throw some donkey dongs our way and we call it. Yeah. Even. Or you can get a hold of James at James at grillyourassoff.com. He's their national sales manager. And if you go to him directly, uh, he'll make sure he takes care of your order. First, we got a few sponsors that keeps this shit show running. Yeah. Warfighter Tobacco with old Scott Jensen and the boys. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Holy shit, can we just, I can you just clip this well, and put I, it on no, a button? They, they I, I feel like he's giving us a <laughs> lesson right now. <laughs> like, you guys are doing it wrong. It's not a lesson. It's just me repeating something that I have said over a thousand times <laughs> in my life. <laughs> well, normally we have Mikey, who sits where you sit, so... I, I would do the introduction, but his, if you don't know who that is, his then, reference would be when we advertised with the old uh, Drinking Bros. Yeah, because yeah. you were uh, an OG sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. One of the first. Yeah. One of the first. Scott Jansen and the boys. Right? <laughs> Ross every time. Every time. <laughs> it's because that's the only name he knew. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't take any offense to it. I'm like, I get it. Uh, fine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Scott and that other guy. Yeah. 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 yeah he, knew, he knew his full name. Mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> give it to Ross and, that's, that's and, it's, and the boys and he pronounced it correctly <laughs> but so. it's impressive that that ross knew scott's full name yes and you know he knew you you're and the boys yeah <laughs> every time i saw him he recognized me yeah 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 <laughs> so <laughs> i mean i believe we first came in contact because you guys made a video for us didn't you No, uh first was range 15 I thought you made a video for us even before that in the silence. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into too many royal we's, we should probably tell the people 
who this random voice oh, is yeah. that's on the show right now. <laughs> if you don't know, fucking, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, but most of our stuff is just audio. That's I know true. like you keep thinking like they're seeing him, but most is of it, our people, actually, it's just I, an I, audio I show. Can, I, I can quote this from Drinking Bros also. Uh, this is an audio show. <laughs> Jared, this is an audio show. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so yes, uh, that is not Mikey. Mikey's, it, is, it is not Mikey. Mikey's shitting his pants sick. So yeah. this is JT. It's Black Rifle Coffee. I still know you as JT from Article 50. Dude, right. you know what? I mean, <laughs> I could be JT from this Saturday band. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you wear a lot of hats. Or JT from Snake Farm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I want to do. Uh, I've been wanting to shoot a bunch of commercials with Jack, where it's Jack from Snake Farm, because Snake Farm <laughs> is a, is is my skateboarding company that I right. have with a, a, a number of other veterans who started it like six years ago. And then we can all ask um, Jack what he's wearing. Well, I just I have these concepts of of Jack just being this homeless guy that lives at the skate park, and it's like, oh, that's Jack from Snake Farm. <laughs> <laughs> can we get him Hoochie Daddy khakis though? Just like <laughs> like three inch in seam khakis <laughs> yes absolutely there you go uh, mainly i just want to see jack have you, have you been to the snake farm khakis? here in texas no the little zoo thing they have going? uh they did attempt to shut us down yeah <laughs> um but we have the the trademark for snake farm in skateboards yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. Wait a minute, why the, do you care the like, random goddamn snake farm the random <laughs> they used to be a whorehouse zoo whorehouse yeah back yeah. in the day they used to be a whorehouse there shouldn't be any confusion <laughs> well it, it literally all it was was like a handful of snakes and i guess it used to be like a like a i don't know hotel-ish type thing really and, they also uh, used to have one like, giraffe for yeah there's a whole bunch reason. of texas country songs that talk about it being a whorehouse Nice. And yeah. <laughs> huh. The more you know. I'm not going to lie. Snake Farm is not a bad name for a whorehouse. Hmm. No. I mean, it wouldn't scare me away. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, you'd Anyways. be the snake they're farming. So so that's a, that's JT for many things. Yeah. You pick one. Yeah. Like, you know, actively try to seek out someone HIV positive to have sex with. <laughs> I felt that it was kind of like the Chinese puffer fish, you know? You could die eating oh, this. I it see. was it was the sushi Is it of the, the same sex thing? world. Because <laughs> it's like a one in sixty with the puffer fish, right? Like it's like a, is it the same odds? I don't know what the odds are, yeah. but I mean oh, it was well, my it's how, it's it how, was my Chinese puffer fish. It's how you prepare it's the It's all in fish. how it's prepared. So yeah, it's it how you prepare the sex, I believe. I uh <laughs> I, I came up with a new concept the other day. I called Dan Holloway about this and I because Dan used to always uh post ads on craigslist just to fuck with people like he'd say that he had german shepherd puppies just so when people texted him he goes oh no they all died <laughs> <laughs> so i was like dan dan you gotta get like a crib and and just like cover it in fake blood and then put an ad for the crib and just be like dog ate the baby crib for sale 15 bucks off because of the stains <laughs> God, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> R.I.P. Baby. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. I still have the pickle. Though. It's like Head dogs up. not included in the sale. <laughs> Other than this one incident, she was a good girl. <laughs> it was the baby's fault. <laughs> just a little jealous. Just the screenshot of that Craigslist ad had me in tears. I'm just dog ate baby. Fifteen bucks off because of stains. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hashtag Pitbull for life. Hashtag fuck around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag no new meat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, it's only been seven minutes and we're fucked. I know. Yeah. This does. This reminds me of the old, the old days. Oh, that's good. The garage in El Paso. Yeah, the garage. The garage in El Paso. Which, uh, which makes me feel great because Warfighter started the same time Black Rifle did. You guys got ahead of us. Oh, we were two years later. (laughs) No, yeah, they were fourteen. We were sixteen. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, you got yeah. you got two years to catch right, up. Two Scott. years, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the way. <laughs> no, but we were talking earlier about the the video thing, um, and uh, it was before we started Warfighter. Yeah, wasn't it? You and guys were like cutting a Christmas tree down or some shit. No, we did a um, we did your uh, the, a joint uh, bag of coffee with Black Rifle. The most banned the gun video you guys ever had. Fuck hipster coffee. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And <laughs> Logan came out to Nebraska and filmed yep. with us. Yep, I remember that now. Man, it's been a while. But that was yeah. after we filmed Range Fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we met at Range Fifteen. Okay, yeah. got it. It's all bleeds together now. It right? It's like it seems ages ago, or it just seems like even then it was like Range Fifteen we filmed eight years ago. Yeah, Fuck. it was twenty fifteen. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just wild as fuck that was fun though <laughs> what was the uh what was the timeline from when y'all started production of range 15 to like when y'all finished because i've heard it's like it was like super short 14 right? days Four, yeah, yeah. there's a documentary about it called not a war story that shows like how i mean we were doing 13 pages a day and we were when we were making them like we were we were making it every day like and it was also too like we knew that script upside down you didn't have to fuck any of us me rocco matt Nick, Jack, like we never missed a line. It was trying to get all our cameos to hit theirs. <laughs> like, we did a, we did like a, a, a three page dialogue scene in one take, like where everybody had timing and beats. Like that's just how much we practiced and rehearsed and were ready. Well, and you guys wrote it. I mean, so you knew it. Yeah. So I'm assuming that yeah. the previs also was oh, yeah. extremely yeah. We, strong, we which that is thing that's where times. I mean, previsal. When, when that'll you, speed a production along. When you so guys were much. filming, they were literally doing a scene over here, a scene over here. Yeah. Like you had yeah, three or four split, things yeah. going on. We had three crews. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was nuts. Long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> I met a couple really good friends from there, though. Hollywood Heard. Yeah. He's a good buddy of mine now, and a uh, couple. Really now, were you guys running like a DP, and then you had a Cam A, Cam B, and Cam C? So you had like secondary DPs. You had. You had first unit, yeah, and then you had the first unit, the director Ross. We had a second unit. Second unit director was Hollywood. So, and then the third unit was the documentary. Okay, so Hollywood could pick up and take his entire unit. So, unit one has four cams, right? Unit unit two has has four cams, right? So that's why we were able to like park Hollywood on something. Because he can just go over there and yeah. So I just didn't know if you were running first unit, second unit DP, and then had a key DP. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Your <sighs> overall DP was 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 a guy named Jesus, and uh, you know, he was a good dude. dude. What was the uh, sound guy's name? The fucking oh god, he oh, tripped me out every fucking time. The German dude. Yeah, hold for plane. <laughs> Hans, Hans, uh, hold for plane. <laughs> 
She wants to see my mensch Faisen. What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I just, I like knowing how, I went to film school, so. Hell yeah. I like how production actually operates. It was, so. yeah, it was, we learned on the fly. Um, and you know what? I kind of wish, I, I, I didn't write any of this down, but leaving there, I had it all, all this mechanical makeup in my head on how to change different roles and responsibilities in a film set that would make it more efficient using the military fucking a lot of it hasn't evolved in a very long time so there's this is how we've always done it yeah and it's like okay but nothing in this industry still operates this way like at all well i mean your biggest problem with a film set is your different departments you know they all report to the director Mm -hmm. or the first ad but like they there is no there's not a very good clear share of information between departments at all so that causes fighting constantly and then what they do is they start flexing their power so you've got art the art department who is handling all set dressing prop location type stuff well they have to communicate with grip and electric and 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 camera right but they don't and then there's nobody really like in charge because a director is too worried about the fucking art. Right. So you don't have a sergeant major on a set. And that's what I was going to create was, well, this it's what, is the op sergeant major. It's what your right? UPM is supposed to be doing. But UPMs are far more worried about away from camera scheduling. Well, UPM is sitting are, in the fucking trailer yeah. all day doing paperwork and trying to make sure there isn't stealing. And But between your UPM and your first AD – those are the ones that everybody's supposed to be answering to on yeah. timeline and but nobody does yeah. and there is no bigger there is no bigger prima don on a set than a production and then a production designer well i mean like we got we had an incident like where our art director got pissed off at the camera department so he locked the pop, prop truck and left mm-hmm. oh fuck so you can just hold the set hostage well, because- yeah now the the final scene needed uh, was all around a prop and we can't get into the fucking prop truck. And this dude just bailed and turned his phone off. Like Nick and I had to rewrite the fucking scene right there. (laughs) It was better an incident like that than an incident like on rust. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that you guys had a lot of firearms. on. Well, yeah, but we also had professionals. Like (laughs) we had the best in the business that deals with guns Mm -hmm. and, I've sadly heard uh, from from Carl since then um, that a lot of productions are going away from real prop guns now. Like now they're just going to use plastic rubber or ducks. rubbers and just do everything Man, via just CG it back in yeah. because everybody's so so terrified of what happened on Russ, which sucks. Because I mean that that place, I mean it has the greatest collection of of, of firearms from. World War One on. I mean, when you walk yeah. into that place, like, because we got to choose what gun we had. You guys should have filmed that. I we should have. Because there was a room the size of like this whole back half that was just World War One, and then you went to another place, and wow. and they have everything. They have they have just metal metal and wood replicas. They have fire firing replicas like blank firing replicas then they have rubber that looks exactly like you grab an enfield 
but it's rubber. It's super light and everything. And like, there's, there's thousands of them. Huh. So like, like <laughs> all the plug had, barrel stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then you go to the next ring over and it's world war two. You go to the next ring over it's Vietnam, everything like patrol boat, like, with, like <laughs> dude, they have fucking everything, mortars, all, all the artillery pieces and shit like that. Uh, it was so cool. Biggest memory yeah. I have from that place is actually the smell. Cause it is, <laughs> If you're a gun dude, it is the most intoxicating smell you've ever been around in your life. I've never seen that many guns. Yeah. And then yeah. it was just so many different versions of them. And it was just like, you know, holy shit, this is badass. Nice. I, uh, I just got back from Cletus McFarland's place. Mm, nice. You did the Crown Vic thing. Did the Freedom 500. Nice. I didn't get to race in it because I didn't earn my seat. I had to qualify and I got second. So uh, Jim York. What an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Jim. <laughs> yeah, we know Jim. Fuck you, Jim. Uh, yeah, Jim York beat me. He he beat me fair and square. I can say I was I was trying so hard to bully him and I could like like he was consistently about a half a car ahead of me and I couldn't catch him no matter what I did. But isn't that like all he does now though? Yeah. I mean he's does a lot of stunts. He's breaking the world record limo jump in yeah. June in Vegas. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> so my boy, his first car was a uh, is a Crown Vic police oh, yeah. car that I bought yeah. him from New Braunfels. And uh, so he's super jealous of that race. He's like, it's it, like his dream. It was the <laughs> single-handed funnest motorsports event I've ever been to. Nice. Because it's just fun. Yeah. It's like NASCAR LARPing. <laughs> like, <laughs> If you think about it, it is. Yeah. It's a shorter track. It's cheap, shitty cars. Like, but they're all decorated like it's NASCAR. Every driver's got his fire suit and his Hans device and his helmet. But I mean, the drivers, they're all legit drivers. Yeah. Like, you know, Travis Pastrana, Bucky Lassick, fucking um, BJ Baldwin. We had Von Gittin Jr., like, who I made friends with this weekend. And like, that dude is one of the coolest dudes on the planet. He's monsters, like biggest, one of monsters, biggest car athletes. And I put a giant BRC sticker on his windshield before he got there. So like, <laughs> like, Oh, you didn't show up. So I decorated your car for you. <laughs> no, he was awesome. And so like, even in it, you've got the grandstands and then you've got 22 cars out there. These guys are fucking fighting. Yeah. In a yellow flag, Cletus just pits uh, Vaughn, flips him around. Like, dude, these fans are going nuts. Like, because they're on a fucking caution lap, and Cletus is just like, fuck you, spins him around. Like, <laughs> like Leah Block was just like ramming somebody in front of her. Like, <laughs> like so it's, it's like just demolition derby. But. It's fun. It's funny. Like, and then it's like, it was a fucking legit race. Like yeah. Kevin from KSR was like fucking killing it. And then Travis comes all the way from the back who qualified first. Travis did, but then he, they flipped the field. Uh. So he had to start in the back. <laughs> Travis yes. gets all the way up front and it's sick. It's sick. Cause you can just see how naturally talented that motherfucker is yeah. because he can just get them. 
uh, every lap is perfect and he's gaining two cars every time he does a lap and he's just picking them off, picking them off, picking them off. Someone doesn't starts, starts not letting him by. He just bullies him in until it's like he's, <laughs> he wins. And then he led, he led the race for a good 10, 15 laps. And then he got, he got fucking spun out <laughs> or no, he lost the tire. Yeah, his tire blew and which sucked because man, it would have been awesome if he won. Yeah. Uh, and then Cletus, Cletus fucking stuck in the middle of the pack the whole time and then just started inching up and then won the whole thing. Yeah. Did, did they do any engine mods or is it just stock cars? So, uh, no, they did a great job with the cars this year. They had beautiful cages from cage kits from uh, Chair Slayer. So Chair Slayer did a great job on this. Um, beautiful cages with seats, belts, uh, and then they did exhaust, a tune, and some harder suspension okay. on one side of the car on the right side of the car. So, so like the, the, the cars were like badass. Nice. like they were loud. Like that was another thing. Like they were super loud. So it, you got the effect of these things freaking. But it wasn't just a free for all on the engine. It was no, they were no, all the no, same. no. Cletus builds the cars. So he, oh, okay. he makes them all the exact same. I got and then they had a nitrous, they had nitrous. So you, you had a, a 50 pound, nitrous in the back that you could you know use whenever you wanted <laughs> <laughs> just just because yeah <laughs> sweet <laughs> that's cool so it was a blast i recommend anybody that's in in florida like when you see those events they're cool yeah. because then after after everything was done cletus gets a trophy gets the prize which was this badass little car um and then Every athlete walks to the grandstands and drinks beer and signs and takes pictures and hangs out with the fans for the rest of the night. Oh, nice. that's awesome. Like, <laughs> what other event can right. you go to like that? Yeah. That's what I mean. Everything got so serious. NASCAR got so serious. Yeah. So there's oh, no, there's no, we need you to wear a polo or something. Like, <laughs> I feel like NASCAR is trying to follow like F1. Where if NASCAR followed the UFC, they or would become more popular or if nascar stuck to their ways when they used to let tobacco companies sponsor and their beer. tracks yeah. and beer yeah and like people that, wore like I mean, overalls and got shit corporate america has lost that though yeah they all want to pretend that there isn't like 60 percent of this country that wants to fucking cut their sleeves off and say the word fuck yeah. right yeah. <laughs> like, and I, I think you're being super safe at 60 <laughs> percent yeah. like, uh, these companies are super scared of what a five percent is gonna I mean, say yeah look and at it's us like, like we're the only ones left that openly like back police right but you guys have also got your fair share of shit yeah. for for standing firm to from, what you guys from our in. own community well, I mean, <laughs> What they don't realize, though, is like that whole conversation turned away from it, uh, the the subject matter of of Kyle. It was more of I'm not going to do this because you're telling me I have to, you yeah. motherfuckers. Right. Like, and oh by the way, use your brilliant internet research fucking ability that you seem to have. Right. Go back and look at my Facebook the day Kenosha happened. Right. I was literally like like berating. All the liberal idiots that lived in Pensacola, because I have a, when I lived in Pensacola, I, I, I gained a lot of friends from that area. So they were all like losing their fucking pink hair mind. And there's there's me on there 
three days later going, hey, you touch somebody's rifle, there's only one other option at that yeah. point is to die. Yeah. Like it's you or them like yeah. at that point. Yeah. And so, so it's like, you know, I mean, shit, half the people didn't even know how it unfolded. Like I talked to Jeremy from the quartering uh, like three weeks ago. And I was like, because he had mentioned it in one of his broadcasts. And I was like, dude, let me tell you what went down. Yeah. NPR posted an article and did a broadcast on their radio show claiming that we offered Kyle a sponsorship right after his release. And so we woke up that next morning yeah. just getting like f- phone calls from fucking all of our payment processors, our bank. Chase, oh, Chase Bank dropped us, by the way. Like, we lost our <laughs> bank. And so that's, we were like, that's hey, a, that's we a don't, fun period in between we, banks. We don't know. We don't know. We, we, just, we don't know Kyle. Like, we didn't offer a sponsorship. Yeah. We don't know him. That was it. Like, we well, that don't was that know whole him. thing where they drudged up that picture from like a year no, earlier. No, no, no. That picture was a, his release. Yeah. But it, no, he had a, no, he had a t-shirt on. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, yeah. That was the release, right? That was but the first somebody photo. else gave him the t-shirt. And then, because and then obviously, the if he had a person that posted it, by you the mailed way, it to him. Like, that's the only way he could have possibly no, he got, got it. He got it at Brat, Bass Pro. That's my point is that there's how many of those fucking shirts running around? Well, and and the person that posted it, was was a was a journalist like a a, a right journalist when he posted that picture that was the first he was the first one to post it by the way so you know that that's going to blow up on twitter when he posted it he put his coupon code for black rifle in it and we were like dude no yeah you you can't use this as a fucking promotional item so again like i will argue with anyone that comes to me and goes no you did that wrong it's like no dude we're not putting a coupon code on the photo. Like, right. like is, is, use my code to get this discount? Like, come on, get the fuck out of here. No, by the way, the day after the trial ended yeah, and he was fucking clear, his lawyer came out and said, all you motherfuckers that used this as a fucking marketing thing should be ashamed of yourself. And yeah. it was like, oh, what about the ones that just said we weren't going to do that? Like, and that was, that was a lot of the conversation too. Like Evan, me and Matt all, all said it back then. It's like, Hey, we know what it's like to kill somebody when you're 18 years old. <laughs> right. A lot of other people don't. So yeah. there, we just look at it from a different, a different perspective. Like, yeah. How come nobody gave us shit? Like we're all wearing Under Armour shirts and stuff. How come nobody gave Under Armour crap? You know what I mean? Like was, the brown t-shirts with yeah. the Under Armour logo right here. Yeah. That's in like 90% well, of the pictures of military I still, guys. It's I, just still, like, I think I still have one of my heat gear ones. I think the difference is we weren't really killing Americans. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> might have something. Oh, but again, like, yeah, it, nobody actually did the deep dive. Like, dig up my comments on it. Like, yeah, I was man. like, yeah, it's a soundbite yeah. I, I also, I also... I also, there is a screenshot of me on Facebook going, I hope to God this trial goes the correct way and not what happened to fucking Chauvin. Right. Because right. you had the jurors openly come forward after that case was was done and said, oh, I voted that way because I didn't want people to target me. Yeah. Okay. That right yeah, there that, that, should blow that entire fucking trial yeah. out. Right. Like, cause you just had a juror say they voted one way because they were afraid. Yeah. Not, this is what I believe. Just, yes. I don't no, want the he, repercussions and, of doing the and right he thing. he got completely screwed. 
Look, he's in jail for 22 years yeah. for a murder that he didn't do. Yeah. There was no murder. Yeah. <laughs> but Kyle, his trial went, I mean, the, it, I, it was again, good. Surprising. Yeah. And the judge was, a, which is crazy, the judge is a Democratic judge. Yeah. Like, uh, there's so many facts like people don't know because they never deep dove. But like, that yeah. stuff doesn't bother me. Political affiliation or whatever, if you're a judge that's just going to go like, this is what the trial unveiled. Yeah. By the law, this is how this, this is how works. Gotta do it. Yeah. I don't give a shit what you do in your personal life. Like if you're on the stand and you can you can do the job. I don't, I don't Democrat, Republican, socialist, libertarian, I don't yeah. I don't care. If you do the job, cool. Do yeah. the job. As yeah. long as you're as long as you're doing the job. But as soon as you put the robe on, whatever you're voting personally doesn't matter yeah, anymore. Yeah, You're yeah, just, just there like to the clear military. the law. That's it. Like, hey, as soon as we're, we got to follow whatever they tell us to do. Yeah. And that's the whole, and that's one thing I, you know, since shit, everybody in this room wore the uniform, that whole, like, just everybody's green. Yeah. All of a sudden, everything disappears yeah. real fucking yeah, quick. Yeah. And <laughs> it's a, but I don't know, man. Well, this I goes mean, back there was to this that. fictional, like, I, I, I loved the fucking, the, the commentary of you guys threw him under the bus. I'm like, what fucking bus? None of us were like, oh, oh, hey, you guys missed this angle of the video. Well, like, and like supplied a new video <laughs> angle. Like, no, we just said, hey, we don't know that guy. We don't, we haven't met him yet. I mean, obviously yeah, we've yeah. met him up up at this point, and Matt's spoken to him a lot, and they're pretty close. So like it's just but it like we didn't throw anybody under the bus. Yeah. Well, it, it's crazy to even like to have an opinion before the facts come out. Like you you're, like you're people, setting yourself I, up to get burned. Well, I too. feel like people require us to have an opinion right when something happens. No, like I yeah, wasn't like, there. It, I don't fucking know. It, unless it directly affects us or we're directly involved. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, that happened. Well, it, it sucks for one of the people. But like, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Right. I, I, I wasn't involved like I, in you it. Know, I'll, I'll share an opinion, you know. Like afterwards. Yeah. But uh, like the first five minutes it comes out, I'm not going to get on fucking line and have an opinion about it. No. Like you, how can you? Well, you just jumping on the same, yeah. you know, very minorly educated train of someone that makes their decision. I mean, how many people just get their their news from a meme and then now all of a sudden they're the right. fucking expert. Well, and that's yeah. the soundbite culture thing. It's yeah. like you read the headline, yeah. you read, you read nothing headline, else, or you read like, some yeah. clickbait fucking thing and then nothing else, And but now you know and you have an opinion I mean, it, it, dude, it's, it's like, happening today. Like, there are all these articles out about this girl quitting American Idol because Katy Perry mom shamed her and it's like, <laughs> that's what the headline is. But then what I the dug into the article and it's like, shaming? wait, no, she really... She like just made some comment of you should you should really do you know you should really keep competing because you're doing really well and the girl was just like no I don't want to be away from my kids like once you dug into the article it's like wow you guys really stretched on this one yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's but that's the whole that soundbite culture we like to yeah. take one sentence and it's like this is what they meant and it's like did you listen to anything they said before or after that <laughs> yeah. or just yeah. that one piece it's it's the whole doom and gloom news cycle yeah. you know i don't we don't have anything else to talk about so we're, everything in the world is doom and gloom and the world's going to end tomorrow and i don't care what the it's actually going on but this is fucking that's like, why i have embraced ignorance as bliss uh, i haven't read yeah. the news yeah. or watched the what, news or I, anything cuz i'm like you I, can't trust anything now I, I went to and i can't affect it so i'm like yeah. <laughs> well at the end of the day these are private businesses yeah and 
they all make their money by serving ads for people that click on things. Yeah. Okay. So when your entire motivation behind everything you do is enticing clicks, you're you're going to be disingenuous a lot. Mm -hmm. I got asked, so I sell some of your product in my store and I got asked why I support your company. And I was like, I'm going to tell you right now, for all of you out there, I've met this man. How long have we been recording? 30 minutes. I met him 35 <laughs> minutes ago. Like I, <laughs> and that is the first time I've ever interacted with anybody at Black Rifle. I've never met anybody from other than I've been in some of your cafes. So oh, that's, that's as close as we're getting. Right. <laughs> I sell some of your RTD stuff and I got asked by, as you described him, one of the pink hairs and asked me why I support your company. And I said, because I make 45%. <laughs> I needed a coffee drink. One of my distributors carries you and I make 45 points on it. That's great. That's yeah. it's the entire reason I carry the we product. Had, we had a major vendor, major, major vendor that was doing, that was going through the process of carrying the products that got to a point in the conversation where they said, well, how are we, how are we going to explain to some of our employees why we're doing business with Nazis? And our head sales guy was oh, like, is conversation is over. See you later. We don't want you. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. But yeah. that'll like, why were you even talking? Yeah. I, it's just, I dude. I but the whole point I bring that up is like, like if whatever black if that's rifle what I your felt, beliefs are, yeah. doesn't impact my fucking bottom line. At you, the end of the day, I'm a capitalist. You guys and, should have responded with, uh, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't negotiate with terrorists. Like, yeah. it's just like, you think we're Nazis? Like, wow, you have not researched history we, very well. We got some shit. So we did, uh, fuck, when did we go to Sturgis? 17? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. So you guys were in, it was the yeah. first year you guys went to Sturgis. First year we went to Sturgis and uh, Evan's dad was there, yeah, Ed, Ed. And we had a great fucking time. I love Ed. In the process of us being there and the locations you guys had and we had, we kind of switched some products. Like you guys had some of our patches. We had some yeah. of your patches. At the end of the week, we had, I don't know, 25 patches 30 yeah. patches left over and they just got stuck in a box and we forgot about them forever um so we found this box with these patches that you guys don't have anymore like you don't sell them on the website or anything like that so we did a little promo like you know what fuck it for the next 20 whatever people that place an order you get a free brcc patch that they don't even make it anymore. doesn't exist yeah we're just getting rid of them you know the fucking hate that we got and, and it was great because people are like, oh, I can't believe you, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And it's not. It's Do not people just want to be thing. angry, just, though? Well, it's like, like yeah. I sell Coke products, too. And I'm like, hey, why don't you go look where they've put a lot of their money? But you <laughs> yeah. don't have a problem with the fact that right. I sell Coke products. Yeah, but, I know. It, you're you're holding us to some invisible standard. Yeah. And well, we talk about that with people that 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 get on, get on us about our videos is uh, – <laughs> Like you didn't, you didn't force Step Brothers to fucking cut out the fucking <laughs> dragging his balls across the drum set. It's like that was comedy. Like and right. and and nobody fucking went up in arms about that. So why are you giving us a bunch of shit? Because ooh, something was a little edgy. It's like who cares? Yeah. We're comedians. Yeah, right. We want to be funny. But Best thing I ever did funny. was put make a sticker for my company that says fucks on it and I can't keep them in stock. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have customers that are like, I don't appreciate that you did that. And I'm like, and there's plenty of other competitors that you can go shop at. <laughs> but like, I don't. Yeah. But 
like I don't even have shareholders. You have that whole fucking nightmare now. <laughs> fucking thank God. But uh, you know, shop somewhere else. Vote with your dollars. The right. funny thing is, is the seven dollars you were going to spend in here ain't changing my fucking life. Hate to tell you that, but it'd be the bare bad news. We always have the response when you know we tell people what we do and we have cigars and whatnot, and they're like, "Oh, well, you know, I don't smoke cigars." And it's like, "Well, you know, not everybody's perfect." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I put that tin tacker up in my fucking bar because uh, you gave it to me. The what? The, the warfighter tin tacker. The sign. Oh yeah. It says I'm a warfighter authorized dealer, and I tacked it up in my bar. And those people are like, "Do you have that?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> Not yet. I was like, but I got <laughs> you should. You should. We are about to. Yeah, but uh, it's a hundred dollar license. One of our best I'm, retailers. Dude, I'm still fucking tempted. Is uh, the old gun shop Montesino? Black Rifle oh, yeah. Bernie. Yeah, yeah. they one throw. Of, they, they they push a lot. One out. of our best retailers. Yeah. Yeah. There's always I always see people buying them in there. Yeah. They're always looking. It's a good setup too that you have there, like for people to look at it, to catch his eyes. Yeah. And it's your customer. It's someone cigar. coming in to fucking have black rifle and a gun. Look, yeah. it's going to be like, I need a cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now if a, we can put a brothel above it. Like now we're just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Bernie. They might let you. I think that's the perk is I'm like, like 70% of my client base is either current or prior military. Yeah. Just because this is San Antonio and fucking most people here are veteran status. But, uh, between that and the cigar sign and what I do and shit like that, yeah. like, well, I told you we've got like, 20 or 25 cigar smokers it'll be a saturday night while hanging out behind my store fucking smoking i told jazz they need but, to figure out how to move all their their playing playing tables for the game store here and then we host a game night back here and everybody can smoke oh there you go <laughs> <laughs> i could fill it yeah you could put an underground casino in here Oh, that'd you got be cool. the space. Or we could just do it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got like the this bunch of city shit and cop stuff down there. So we're like the perfect place where they won't even notice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. No, after seeing Cletus's whole setup, I was like, why aren't we doing our own Talladega Nights? Right. Like, oh, honestly, now you'd be so funny. So now you have me interested. You guys could do like a, a, a rally style thing out at the ranch. I've I've pitched that as well. Like, because yeah. because all you do is you take the entire plot line to rad, and you put that onto any Fucking any racing yes. sports. <laughs> because you you have your underdog that shows up, not not a not a, a main sponsor and things like that. Like, um, Wait, can I race in it if I have a full windshield graphic? Yeah. <laughs> just, why not all the way across the front why not? you just gotta get the the ones like our windows the perf? You, you can see out of them you just can't see in oh, i know because <laughs> my my print guy just leased the space next to me so now nice. i don't even have to go anywhere yeah. Yeah. tell me tell me about idiot. uh rally ready because uh I, i've been seeing a little bit about so it but you i don't need know to go take a course I do. Go learn. I will. Yeah, and then you'll buy a rally car. <laughs> well, oh, we, we already been down that rabbit hole. So, so I want to do the Baja 1000. <laughs> oh, okay. And the Pro R we were talking about. Okay. Right. And uh, so I need to get ready for that. So, yeah. well, then you need to meet Josh from 3P. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. they're there. Those guys do that every year. Like they build the machines. Nice. Right. Um, because you're going to have to have a chase vehicle. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, so I think what I want to, and a mechanic, like, I think what I want to do is I want to go with somebody and yeah. watch it. Yeah. You can go with them and then fucking, yeah. and then, you know, I'm not going to go uh, in cold. Can I it. volunteer to drive your chase vehicle? Do you understand what you're volunteering? Yeah. 
Habla uh, Espanol. <laughs> Enough to get beer like, where the bathroom is. Have, <laughs> you might need a little bit more for this one. I have no desire to do a 1,000. <laughs> and sit in a vehicle in a yeah, fire suit and sweat I for 36 have, hours. Yeah, I have yeah. this weird obsession with stamina races. So I want to do it once and then I'm done. And, and honestly, then I'll probably be addicted, but it would probably be enough one. for me. I'd probably do it and be like, I've done it. I have the story. Yeah. Like, how many times do you think you shit in your fire suit? Oh, God. We, <laughs> you can just stop and shit outside. Well, you lose time, though. Yeah. See, you I'd be, I'd be in up. the chase vehicle, and you'd be on the radio going, I got a shit. And I'd be like, just shit your suit, dude. Just fucking go. We got another one at the pit stop. And you just fucking strip the shit off and just try and put a new one on. I'm not going to shit my suit. I might. You gen- suits are expensive. <laughs> They're very expensive. Yeah. They're extremely expensive. You're rocking two suits and shit in a suit? Oh, I don't know about that. Well, it's a good thing that the uh, you can throw the washing machine in. The last suit, <laughs> last suit I bought, I was a senior in high school because I couldn't race in Pennsylvania on the track if I didn't have a fire suit. Yeah. And I bought that suit and it, I had to three hours going, three weeks going to school and working full time at the woodworkers warehouse I was at. And I had to save every penny I had to buy that one fucking suit. So worth it. Yeah. Yeah. They are expensive. Yeah. They are pricey. Uh, but yeah, the guys that, that built my machines, they do this professionally. Sweet. Like they, you can go join the crew because. So they, all they I got to do is get big enough to go public and then I can get another fire suit. Then, yeah, okay, <laughs> I, just gotta, I just wanted to understand the scale I'm dealing with. I just got an IBO, then I get a second fire suit. <laughs> <laughs> so, how is that experience being able to ring the bell and doing the whole I thing? I didn't on, go down there. You didn't go just because I didn't want to go into yeah. New York. I mean, that stuff is—it's not really important to me. Yeah, like like I know. Yeah, it's a big step. It's a big crazy thing, but like I'm not. The pictures were cool. Yeah. Like the giant cool. flag outside Evan, and all that stuff. That like was cool. He had fun. Yeah. I mean, it's a monumental thing. Like right. having our company name all over Wall Street, that's pretty cool. But it's also like not like crazy. My Although thing. I've lost like yeah. 45% on my buy. So <laughs> <laughs> just wait, just wait. Just, just keep, keep buying. Uh, man. If you could stop fucking around, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I would love to be able to tell you things, but apparently. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't Martha Stewart this shit. That's, <laughs> it's, 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 wait wait yeah. till you shut off. You can do that. You can do that if you're Nancy Pelosi. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was cool. Like, I mean, it, only because it was. Like I said, I just fucking, I just met you and I've never met anybody from your company before, but it was cool to, as cheesy as it sounds, kind of see one of our own, yeah, like yeah. get there. Yeah. And it was just like, Hey, I've never met these guys, but based on what I'm seeing, they're probably the kind of shit bag I'd like to hang yeah, out with. Exactly. So like <laughs> seeing, seeing one of your own, like get there. Oh, was, look, they're was, in the big house. <laughs> like, they made it. So that leads me into my next question I have for JT. <laughs> and I don't know if anybody's ever asked you this on a show or not. Um, but I want to get your take on Drinking Bros episode 100. <laughs> and the reason I ask that is because we're not doing it. Scott and I were in Colorado when it. you guys were out there. Um, we were out there for the Freedom On Fest. Yeah. And that was when that was pretty much like our launch for Warfighter. Yeah. Uh, we did a Fallen Angel Aviator Foundation cigar. Yeah. Um, a bunch of proceeds went back to them. And we had a great fucking time that, for the weekend that we were out there. But that was the same weekend that you guys recorded yeah. and did not film episode 100. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, for all the listeners that don't know, Drinker Bros episode 100. Um, you just have to go listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's iconic. I mean, shit, I, I've never even really thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, it was, it was like 
something we did. And then again, we go on to this next thing and, right. and everything like that. I mean, it was funny. It was really funny because we just kept like joking with ourselves. Yeah. Like, like as if it wasn't happening. Like, like, like Ross was like, so that story about your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just, it was funny, but also too, like back then, like the podcast days were wild west. Like right. it was a different animal. Yeah, too. it was. Yeah. And then, yeah. and, and like, we were just pushing the envelope. Yeah. Like, how could, what year is Drinking Bros in now? We started in 2015. So, eight, so eight years. Yeah. yeah. See, we're not that far behind the curve. And we don't have BRCC to well, fix things. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, I think like, like everybody is now, well, here's, here's one of the big differences. When we started Drinking Bros, if you said the word podcast, you felt embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Nobody, like, oh, nobody yeah. did shit. Then. Well, it wasn't a but legitimate no, format. It, wasn't. it was, it was a, kind of a, you're yeah. okay. Yeah. So you're in a basement and you're, you're doing a radio show for your, your immediate family. Like, what is it? Like, like, <laughs> right. I mean, there are times you go back and you look at the charts. It's Joe Rogan and us and guys we fucked. Like, yeah. and, and like, that's a podcast for people. It was who don't just. Know. It wasn't. It's just. It wasn't just guys. They. They yeah, fucked. Yeah, I don't think yeah, he was yeah. talking about that was the a podcast, podcast name. I don't think he was talking about the podcast. I think it was. <laughs> and, and, I think he meant exactly what he said. So it was like, we were we were doing things that radio couldn't. Yeah. Because radio is censored and corporate and stuff like that. So. I was the one that brought them the idea for 100 because I just thought it was fucking silly as shit. Like. Right. Hey. Let's put it out. We'll, we'll two strangers like that we pick, you know, if you volunteer, you write in. I mean, we had like, you know, 700 men <laughs> and two and women, 88, 88, 88 women. Yeah. All wow. of which were good looking, by the way. It, yeah. it was a hard, it was hard to decide. Was it awkward or no, was it? No, no. Yeah. Not really. Was not it like awkward you think. for them? No, not really. They either. didn't give a fuck. But again, look, they did not gonna, meet. If you were going to write a letter saying, yes, I'll fuck Can a stranger, you you're, no. I mean, you know what you're fucking yeah. showing up for, right? Which ice? Yep. So, but podcasting, it, it's not as much anymore, but podcasting at the beginning was a lot like why so many of the, the syndicated hosts all went to satellite. Yeah. Well, didn't. that's what we were originally offered an XM show, and uh, <laughs> really, yeah. And but what turned us off from it is they wanted it four days a week, Tuesday to Friday, God, nine no. to eleven, and we were like, "Fuck that!" Like, I that's barely want to do this hour and a half shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, I don't know. We won't talk about it on the air, but that would depend on what XM said the check was. Well, that, might be, that might was be another to thing too. Is, is like they oh, hey, came back. The money wasn't wasn't good at all. But that's why I had started the original Drinking Bros Facebook group was because we were about to launch the show. So we were telling everybody, "Hey, this is going to be a this is going to be a, a radio show." And as we got got deeper into the the dealings with XM it was like oh this this sucks like and this is a big lift and well because you no know, with the guys that went satellite like the Stearns and all those guys that went they were they already have that base yeah. i mean it's so a, they're bringing this giant listener base and at that yeah. point XM's going like if we get stern everybody that wants to listen to them on their commute now has to subscribe or yeah. they they lose this show yeah. so it's a built-in it's a built-in buy and you guys were 
not that you were unknown, but the show was an unknown quantity. Yeah. You didn't know what you were going into. So. Well, and so there was no money on the table. Right. That. But you guys had diehard listeners. Like when, when we jumped on board, we jumped on when we started the company. Um, and so we sent everything over to you guys, uh, you know, for our first sponsorship and, and all that stuff uh, with a date for you guys to go live with. <laughs> Except we were so young in the tobacco world, we didn't know how credit card processing worked. No, 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 no. Yeah. Ross, Ross jumped the gun by two weeks, and it had nothing to do with credit card. No, that, that was the date. That was the date we sent. Yeah, and then then we found out that we had to get that letter from the lawyer for the credit card processing oh, yeah. to get our processing approved. Oh, wow. So you guys went live with all the sponsorship sponsorship stuff, and then we didn't go live on our website for two weeks. <laughs> So we had a million fucking people being like, hey, where the fuck can I buy this? Your guys' website says coming soon. And we're like, fuck. <laughs> Hindsight, at the time, it was pure fucking panic. No, huh? one of the biggest things that, that, that blew that show up was in 2017 um, or late 2016, Spotify didn't have podcasts on, nope. their, on Spotify. And they picked 50. Yeah. We were one of them. Oh. And for three years, there was only 50 podcasts on Spotify. So if you could go to the podcast tab, we would be right on everybody's dash. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And that grew the show a lot. And then, you know, it was funny. It was super funny back then. So like so many people, like, I mean, that's how I met Breaking Benjamin. They wrote me and they were like, we listened to your show in the tour bus and dude, we just die laughing. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Why? Why are you listening to That's our what we show? say to every, everybody. Everybody that writes us or comes into my place or shows up here or whatever, we're always just like, why do you listen to this? And every once in a while, I'll be like, hey, I got to leave. I got to go to my recording. People are like, what? And I'm like, for my podcast. And they're like, what podcast? I'm like, you don't want to listen to it. Like, don't <laughs> like, I'm like, trust me, I, I kind of know you and this is not, <laughs> this is not your. This it's, is not it's, your it's bag. Not what you want to listen to? <laughs> Fucking now. Ooched. One of my best friends in the world is actually a mutual friend of ours who I met through this show, and started following this show because it got recommended for listeners of your show. Oh, okay. So, but TJ, Kibby. Kurgan, Kibby, Kibby. Oh, wow. Yeah, who was, I think was actually just at your place. Yeah. So when he came out and visit, he was staying with me. Oh, okay. And uh, he invited me to go out there, but. You should have. Like, apparently, I heard what went happened that, that night. And apparently, Uncle Laser and like <laughs> shit got wild. Yeah, you, you apparently, just, I needed to go. You but, just got to uh, pull a Scott and just get blackout shit face. <laughs> you know, I apologize for to what? you on this show for the night that I went to your house. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Well, <laughs> neither, neither do I. Yeah, but you know where you feel that guilt? Like, oh my god, they must, they must, and, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but he invited me to go out that night, and but that's how I met him was through this show, and he's become one of my that's awesome, my dearest yeah. friends. So yeah, he comes out like every couple of years, Just shows up on a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> he he visits me like four times a year. <laughs> and he stays at my place, but so I, I will make sure that he hits you up when he's. Well, down, you got to so. go now. All right, I'll, you missed the fucking crawfish and Uncle Laser. <laughs> apparently, apparently. So, in all fairness, he was gone and the house was empty, so I had sex for like four hours. So, <laughs> not with the dog, right? No. Okay. I'm I'm married. I'm I'm married. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No. Plus, my dog's a puppy, and I think that's illegal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't, so it's, it's legal if it's not a puppy. He just said no new meat. <laughs> there are seven states 
Now, I heard this on a podcast, but there are seven states. I didn't know this until I heard it, where it's not illegal for bestiality, and Texas is one. That is In West Virginia, it's only illegal if the animal weighs less than 15 pounds. Oh. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine the person writing that law? Because at some point they went. There's a reason. There there has to be a reason. Somebody just went, well, what if we just put a weight limit on it? Like, you know, like this somebody, a lot. somebody somewhere <laughs> yeah, had yeah. this conversation of wait, hey, we're gonna out, we're gonna outlaw fucking animals. Wait, wait, <laughs> how about we just put a weight limit on yeah. it? <laughs> no more chickens. <laughs> Entry level weight limit. <laughs> oh God, why can't we be present to these types of conversations? Oh my God. These, this is the history I want to learn. Do right? you know? Do you know why? Because we're all on podcasts like this, and they're like, "There's no fucking way we're letting these people speak." There's not. <laughs> they're no better than us. The people who make these laws. No, they just don't say it into a microphone. Yeah. Let's. It, it, so I don't watch a lot of news, but I did watch the the TikTok hearings. Yeah. And when that motherfucker was like, does TikTok access my home Wi-Fi? And I was like, okay, keep going. And he's like, so if, and he's like, well, your phone does. And he's like, so if it accesses the Wi-Fi, could it access my other devices? And it's like, no, it's just using it for the internet because that's how Wi-Fi works. It's like, yeah, but let's say my fridge is also connected to my home Wi-Fi. TikTok see my fridge. It's like, what the fuck? What are like, your What are your thoughts on that ban TikTok or not ban TikTok? But or it terrifies me because some aide didn't see these questions. Yeah, and was like, "Don't ask about your home Wi-Fi." All right, I mean, like, just get rid of TikTok. Who cares? Like, they inflate. I, they purposely inflated views so everybody would go over there, and it's like we know that they purposely inflate them. So it's just like fuck it. Well, who cares? But that's what I thought. And then I see how many fucking new listeners we pick up on TikTok. And I'm like, I don't know if they're inflating yeah. or not. I'm but, not saying it doesn't work. It's just a. And I have a thing with TikTok and these guys know it. When I open my app, I actively talk shit to China. <laughs> like, I hope I hope they're listening. <laughs> I just deleted it. Yeah. yeah. Well, now I'm finding more and more because everybody else has now copied it. Yeah. So like all the rest of the social media platforms just have TikTok yeah, equivalent shit, mm-hmm. but there's less ads. Yeah. And the, so the whole reason I'm watching shit on other platforms now is that there's less of this ad content because yeah. it's like every three fucking. Well, I mean, to me, like coming from somebody that has spent so long and in like conceptualizing an idea, shooting it, editing it myself, yep. creating it. When I see something like TikTok, you just gave a bunch of people that could never do that. Like, and now they just make garbage. And the funny yeah. thing is, like, is that the ones on TikTok that do, the ones that understand what it is. Like you could talk to them about aspect ratio or you could talk to them about like basic shit. So like TikTok has a specific aspect ratio. All the, the ones that truly do edit, understand what an NLE is that go in, they master their audio and they do all this stuff. Their videos just, they do nothing. Yeah. But the one that's but just sitting there just talking into his fucking bullshit, in their car like, yeah, and they just yeah. set their phone up and talk, they're famous as fuck. And it's just like, I don't, How? Like, uh, so I watched Cocaine Bear yeah. last night. A uh, buddy of mine that owns a brewery came over. It's funny as he owned a brewery, brought a 30 rack of PBR. Hmm. Interesting. So we, yeah. we crushed a 30 rack of PBR <laughs> and watched Cocaine Bear. 
so one of the actors in Cocaine Bear is that dude from TikTok that rails about working at IKEA. So he's got this whole thing about these women that come into IKEA and ask questions. He's like, I get paid minimum wage to fucking bolt together Allen key furniture. Like, what the <laughs> fuck do you want me to do? It, like, what are you gonna do? Complain to my manager? He doesn't give a fuck. It, like, go ahead. He's in that movie. Like, he got an acting gig off of his TikTok fame, and it's just like. Well, I also had an acting gig. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Yeah, but you don't have a TikTok follower. So. It's true. It's true. But it, but you look at that kind of shit, and it's like, okay, so I see how it's launched some careers. At the same time, it's also just a giant porn advertiser. Like that's the bulk of TikTok at this point. Is do you want to see my butthole for three dollars? I'll show you my butthole. Damn. Well, like your algorithm might be different. Yeah, than yeah. I, never, <laughs> missing out. I never saw that on TikTok. Yeah. Um, but also too, like you look at our movie was the the highest grossing independent film of 2016. Mm-hmm. We're the only ones that, that had a nationwide theater release. Nobody called us after that. Yeah. No studio was like, well, cause they watched it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but again, like we proved a profitable model. Yeah. Yet it's like, that yeah, they couldn't control us. So I they, have multiple friends in that movie, and I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't watch it. I watched it way too many times. I'll be, I had to tour with it. Yeah. I'll be the I'll be the total dick and say it. You're on the show right now, and I have never wa- I've never watched I or listened to the drinking anybody bros. to do, like it's. Am I supposed to read everybody's book? No, it's like yeah. I, I I fucking know you. I've heard this story a thousand times. Yeah. Like, why do I got to read your book? So, if, but if you're like me and you've never listened to your podcast, where would you say to start? I don't say uh, the drinking rose. Yeah, uh, like the mid thirties. Okay, because here's the thing: the first like twenty are rough because we're you have no idea what you're doing. Just like you're, us, you're trying to 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 you know you. you this is a, a learned skill to just sit down and be able to carry right like. And know and and identify dead spots and how to fucking jump in on them and things like that. So it's like, yeah, those first 20 are, are, are a little rough, but like in the mid thirties or sixties, like that's where it gets, it's funny. Like human dog is in there. Yeah. That's yeah. my, that's my episode. <laughs> and that, that all just started because I was just like, I, I know that I got really good at knowing how to break Rocco. Yeah. And I would just like, give him completely false facts and that whole episode i just just like rocco do you know that bears are the only animal that'll let you fuck at missionary and he was just like what (laughs) yeah bear mitch started from (laughs) he's like yeah but bears also get on top and he's like no no what (laughs) and then i just keep going of like hey we could turn your dog your dog into a hot chick would you fuck it like but it's still got dog brains (laughs) So it's just kind of like breathing there, like, <laughs> and you could just turn it back to the dog. Like, would you do it? <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> and that brings me to the next point. I've been investing all of my money in cats. <laughs> I've got six hundred eighty thousand of them. Right. <laughs> I'm hoping the market turns. <laughs> <laughs> you do have animals, though. Holy shit! Yeah, there's there's get some cool ones. There's an animal. There's a donkey in my front yard right now. I like the the little fucking furry cow. Yeah, 
Duncan. You have a Duncan. Highland cow? A Highland miniature cow. Okay, now I'm coming. Now, I'm, <laughs> now, now I'll accept the invite and I'll come Do you have any feigning goats? No, not yet. Yeah. I've, I've, I have I've, a strange obsession with Highland cows. They, they look cool. Like, my TikTok at this point is half, like, prank videos and Highland cow videos. Like, it's this weird... It poured. <laughs> and buttholes for $3. What would you do with a $3 butthole? I don't know. Whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's 2023 and you essentially can see 88% of anyone naked that you want to. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you're going to go out on a date like, with you, a girl and she's like, you're going to take me to dinner? And I'm like, uh, probably not because I can see your butthole for six bucks. Like, why would I take you to dinner? To I see how many OnlyFans subscribers you're paying. Like, I don't, I'll take you to dinner, but the check's on you. Like, that's fucking... <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> yeah, you you open that OnlyFans up. Six hundred videos. Wow, six <laughs> hundred. You're a worker. Yeah. Your work ethic is outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> At least you know what you're walking into. I mean, could you imagine? Like, hey, what's the future like? I mean, pretty much everybody just charges you to see them nude. What? <laughs> What? And every everybody's on their phones all the time. But they have to call. Like, like just imagine somebody <laughs> from seeing the 80s, everybody like, nude. Like, like you're, imagine from you're talking to somebody from the eighties, and they're like, "What's the future like, you know, dude?" Everybody's just always on their phones, and this guy is just imagining people walking around with a rotary phone, right? Just, just talking like, to people. Like, like, who are they talking to? Nobody. Like, no, 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 no. They're not talking because they would have no concept yeah. of the internet or apps or fucking a screen. In I'm your waiting hand. for this time next year, where you can just hold your camera up. And it'll like scan JT's face. And it'll tell me if he's got fucking nudes somewhere. Oh, I'm sure there's an app it'll for just that. Fucking... that be, yeah, that should be, there should be an app for that. I mean. So you're always looking for a new opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> they already have the AI face swap sites and, and shit like that. Your phone does it. How do you think it unlocks with that fucking face app like, shit? You think, you think you can make an OnlyFans with an AI, just a straight from AI? Mm, probably. We there talked was, about this on the on the podcast with those fucking the VR strippers. I talked about this with that guy that was making like three hundred grand a year. Oh yeah, who had the fucking female avatar. Yeah, and he was in VR and he was stripping, making like three hundred grand a year for an hour a day. But he was actually dancing. Yeah, it was the dude dancing oh. for like an hour a day, but his avatar was female. Wow, I would feel huh. so betrayed. <laughs> and he would go spend your money yeah <laughs> there was actually a, a story i heard about it was like a month or two ago but there was this ai site that was like your ai girlfriend yeah. and they got so much backlash because they put out an update to it and people were messaging them and being like it's not the same like there were there were people outraged because they were like it, it doesn't interact the same and they were like it was just simple bug fixes well, like we didn't make any is, major like, adjustments back in the day oh. Before OnlyFans had come out, is that where we're at back in the day? Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so 2019. This is, this is when this is in El Paso when we lived in El Paso, and we had a girl that used to film with us all the time, Harley Lots. She's one of the top cam girls that was in the business at the time, and she would. Um, she had what she called the girlfriend experience. It was a thousand bucks a month, and she had twenty five slots. Jesus. And they were full with a waiting list of like fucking hundreds of people. Wow. And all it, all she said she would do is she had a phone for it that, and she'd have these 25 phone numbers every morning. She wakes up, 
hey, babe, miss you. Take a picture of her naked in the shower, middle of the day. She's like, hey. And she just copy and paste everything yeah. to 25 people. But it's like all these like these programmers and super nerds in Silicon Valley would buy this because it's like to them, like they have this girlfriend. Oh, they're showing their buddies. And they're, and they're like, dude, yeah, this is my yeah. girlfriend. Look, like she says, I love you. Like, <laughs> and that was <laughs> really a thousand bucks a month. Yeah. I mean, I'd do it. Yeah. You'd pay it? No. I'd, yeah. <laughs> I'd You'd be it. You'd be the experience. Dude, if I could get my relationship down to $1,000 a month, I'd be down for it. Yeah. <laughs> but you just saw what I'm now paying for because. Yeah, you got a new motorcycle. I didn't get shit. Well, you got a new motorcycle bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Caitlin bought a Harley. I heard. Yeah. Nice. So Caitlin's bike is very pretty and it's sitting in the garage and mine's out back. So, <laughs> but the insurance bill and the bike bill and everything. Is she going to go take the classes before she, she is at yeah. the end of the month? Yeah. She's going to take the class and we, we, we primed her for the class. So she has gotten it to where it is. It moves under its own power. She got her feet up like it's. So she'll be fine at the class. Yeah. But at this point, so I'm married, you're married. We won't even try and cover that. Uh, and you've got. <laughs> <laughs> that was a perfect response. <laughs> and then, and you've, you've got a significant other. Have you ever tried to teach your significant other anything? You can't. No, you don't do that. No. You, you pay somebody else to do that. So we did like an hour. She did great. She's going to do fine at the class. I, and then because she bought a brand new bike, they gave her the course to learn how to ride for free. Yeah. And so we did like an hour and I was like, do you want to keep going? And she was like, you know, I think I'm just going to hold until the class. And I was like, I think that's a fucking wonderful yeah. idea. Like just, I tried to teach Michelle how to shoot one time and, uh, sounds dangerous. Yeah. It would have been, it would have been easier to hire somebody who had never picked up a firearm to teach her. Mm. Don't look at me. I'm staying out of this. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife went and competed in the mammoth sniper challenge. And I taught her kind of the basics of shooting. And then I immediately called both of these gentlemen and was like, hey, my wife's going to compete in the Bama Sniper Challenge. She needs to learn how to shoot long distance. And they're like, well, you know how to shoot? And I was like, yep. But I prefaced this with my wife is going to the Bama Sniper Challenge. I need you to teach her how to shoot. So, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. It's not going to happen. They don't trust anything you say. As much as she wants to tell me, like, you look really confident on the bike and I'm like, Sure. I'm done fucking teaching you how to do it. Like <laughs> let a stranger do it. Cause you'll listen to them. Right. So yeah, but that, the, that bike and the insurance alone is costing me more than the fucking digital girlfriend experience. You <laughs> could have the digital girlfriend experience. Yeah. You could do that instead. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually going to touch these titties. So. <laughs> <laughs> So how are the girls doing? They're freaking kicking. I see you uh, teaching them how to race and yep. do some cool shit. Charlotte will will do. She'll do tour with me on the twenty second. So she'll enter in the razor class. Nice. So awesome. Yeah. We're gonna, how old is she now? Nine. Nine. We're, yeah. gonna get, we're gonna get her driving. Hell yeah! And then I'm looking at a drift car soon. Probably. Fuck yeah! Nice. What frame? Probably a three fifty. Nice. 
just because they're so cheap and because it's like a smile to get one yeah, and then you're going to gut it anyways. It's, it's, so yeah, it's, it's $2,500. There's like 80 of them on Facebook marketplace right yeah. now. <laughs> and you're going to, you're going to rip everything out of it anyways. You, you literally just need the chassis. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that motor is strong. Like it's but all the VQ series motors are fucking That's awesome. a 3.5 liter, right? I'm not sure. It's, it's the a, VQ it's 35 DE. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a 3.5. It, yeah. it, it is. It's a, <laughs> that's where the 350. So all the Z cars going all the way back. The well, number, Nissan's had that engine for fucking ever. So it started with the 240. Yeah. yeah. So there was the, the, the 240 Z. Mm-hmm. That was a 2.4 liter. And then they kept growing. And then when Datsun became Nissan, they kept the Z car going. My favorite one is the Z32. Which is the that's the 300ZX starting in ninety and then ninety six, so that was the VQ30 DE. The Fair Lady that's had the TT, t- which was twin the twin turbo. turbo. Yep, 300ZX. Um, those things were I love monsters back in the day. Uh, Man, it was technically classified as a supercar because of the power to weight ratio. Wow. So, but the the 350 is it's an amazing platform. It's everything you need. The the it's that's like a, all it's the a 5149 use. weight balance like. You can get it sideways. So you can get super that easy. car for like twenty five hundred. Yeah. How much you got to put into it? Uh, Way I more mean, than twenty five hundred. I mean, bare bones. You can you can just put a seat, a steering wheel, and you can knock the camber out so you can get more turn. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, yeah, you could do it for cheap, but like you also uh-huh. probably want to put a cage in it. You want to put hard. Who's building on your that? hydraulic brake? <laughs> uh, I mean, rally ready. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't you so, have a? Uh, <laughs> so we a broke the budget f- already. Yeah. A, a Ford Drifter. <laughs> yeah, I have two. Well, they're that's all wheel drive. Yeah. I got two Focus RSs. Okay. And then two STIs. Didn't we break one of those? They're easy to break. No, we uh we broke that Mustang. Yeah, we but didn't we, we broke RS. the RS as the follow car, didn't we? No. No, that was a that was a friend of ours that was helping us get some. We didn't shots. break it. No, the, the Ford dealership broke it. Yeah, they put the wrong oil in it. That's <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah, the day after we shot. So that. before Justin and I had our current careers, we owned a media company together, and we got hired to shoot a video for Ford for a bunch of these custom Mustangs that they were making. Yeah, and we got San Antonio Speedway to shut down so we could go use the Speedway, and we were doing a bunch of chase car stuff with the Mustangs, and we had a Focus RS. Cause it had that back seat and yeah. we had the full camera rig strapped into the back of the RS pointed out the window. So it was all strapped in and we broke the Mustang. So we threw 17 codes and shifted the rear axle two and a half inches to one side. Doing and then what? Wait, I can show you the video, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we broke, we broke that Mustang. Yeah. It cost them more to fix it than they paid us to make the video. Yeah. Nice. Luckily, they were cool, though. And uh, they were just like, because b- before we took it, they were like, make something cool. And we were like, that's, that's what it. they told me was, we want so much smoke, you can't see the car. Yeah. And we accomplished that. And then the only thing they really bitched about was that we, there was no tread left on the tires. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a f- given. You asked me not to see <laughs> the car. <laughs> like, what, what did you want? But, uh, it, Oh, that's right. The RS broke after that. Mm-hmm. But we, yeah, we broke that Mustang. Yeah, that Mustang was was not happy. Yeah, we, it was not, we it was not sellable it. by the time we returned it. <laughs> but uh, it sold. It sold, ma- it sold with those bare tires on it, too. 
Yeah. yeah. Like I'm pretty sure oh, it sold it sold tires. with the bald tires on it. <laughs> but so what do you got coming up? Uh tour race, like we're we have a, a new commercial that Matt shot out in LA, probably popping in the next like 30 days. Yeah. With a live bear. It's super funny. Um, was there cocaine? Uh, no, no, not in this one, but the same bear from that <laughs> movie. <laughs> same bear. Um, and then uh, I, I'm talking to Cletus about what, what the next big event he's doing because so I'd like to get involved. I personally want to know about Snake Farm. Snake Farm. Yeah. It was a skateboard company started by uh, Air Force guys, all, you know, combat controllers and tack piece. And I used to, you know, it popped up in 2016. I was a big fan of it because I just thought it was cool. The logo was cool. The branding was cool. They were taking photos and videos of them like skating over overseas and stuff like that. And skating is, is what got me into shooting video as a kid. So it was like coming back, you know, I reached out to to them and was in talks with them last year and was just like, Hey, could, could I get involved in this? And they were like, yeah, so we did. And now we've got, you know, Cody McIntyre is a pro. Nice. Yep. He's, he owns it with us. Like he's, he's, he's kind of running the brand and then uh, the CEO and president and marketing dude are all ex tech and combat controllers. Cool. It's just fun, and it's cool. Yeah, like I've been designing skateboards, and that's that's fun. Like, I like skate companies because they, nice. outside of the super huge ones, they all just get to still just do whatever the fuck they want yeah. to because skaters don't cultures. give a fuck. Yeah. It's a culture thing. They're all lifestyle brands from top to bottom. There's a couple that try to ride the line, but for the most part, yeah. And I think the sport's coming back. I think I do too. I think it's turning back around, like kids are into it and and they're just you're seeing more traffic you know donut operator just got a building right next to black rifle and bernie and he's going to put the 50 skate shop there so we'll oh, have cool. snake farm products there nice it'll okay, be good. fun could i do our next question is like where can i get a deck and right on the website snake farm co cool uh but then yeah we'll have them in person in in the five out skate shop. In there's town. actually, there's a tattoo artist here in town. I'm getting ready to talk to that. Um, I want him to do a deck for my shop. That would be super and cool. do him, have him rework my logo for the deck. And I, I'm not going to fully kid it. I'm just going to hang it on the wall, yeah. but nice. I want to get it done. So I have a lot of them hanging up. <laughs> <laughs> They're dope. And I, yeah. I love the art level. That's that's because when I was skating back in the day, so I love Santa Cruz decks. I was always on Santa Cruz, but, the hardware and stuff would change out. I just like what Santa Cruz was doing with their art, but the art now compared to what you could get back in the day is just, it's absolutely next level. What's on the <laughs> bottom of these decks. And a lot of these guys are just doing, you can get these one-offs with this handwork. That's you're never going to ride them because yeah, you don't want the art to go anywhere, warriors. but they're, but they're dope as shit. So I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to look that up. I might have to get myself one. Hell yeah. So, well, let yeah. me know. I'll find one. <laughs> you might you might know a guy yeah alright <laughs> yeah so anybody have anything else no let's sign this bitch off well, fucking knock yourself out man you heard the fucking sponsors there's only one <laughs> <laughs> you hit warfighter we'll get the rest <laughs>
<laughs> dance monkey dance uh, old scott jensen in the woods <laughs> warfighter tobacco what's the coupon code uh, ftfo ftfo smoke them if you got them there you go uh oh wellness.us uh some of the best cbd out there uh freedom friends 25 gets a quarter off your order yep. over there uh, you can go to Icy Tech Coolers, use the code FreedomFriends10 to get 10% off your order. For those who get it, if you need a uh, a box to keep your shit cold. To hide the dead hookers. You need to hide the dead hookers. At least two and a half. Yep. More if it's midgets. Yeah. Can I say midget? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and then we've got uh, Grill Your Ass Off, our friend Jason Murph. He'll rub your meat better than anybody fucking else can. Yep. And uh, you can go follow the link. It's... Okay, it's grillyourassoff.com slash freedom friends podcast. Or there's some code. You can go fucking use that. It's on the screen right now. There you fucking go. <laughs> and uh if you're an audio listener, go type out that huge fucking URL that I just fucking said. Yep. Other than that, I'm gonna raise my glass. Oh, hold on. This is gonna be rude. I need it's empty. Here, share me. Yeah, sharing is caring. I'm going to raise my glass and say thank you for being my fucking freedom friends. Even you, JT. We fucking appreciate you, buddy. And uh, other than that, there's three little things to live by. Uh, smoke on. Johnny? Drink on. God damn it, boys. Freedom, freedom the, the fuck, fuck on. on. See you guys next time.